Welcome to the Sales and Marketing Summit. Today, we are joined by Lars Ward, the Vice President of Business Development at Freight Vana. Welcome to the summit, Lars. Thanks for having me, Mary. Super excited to be a part of it. I am actually really, really excited for this one um, because, I mean, I've spent time on LinkedIn, specifically in the freight brokerage space, and anyone who's done that has seen Link has seen Freightvana all over the place. But before we get into that, let's get some of your background. Where did you kind of start at Freightvana, and what kind of drove that notion that you guys have of doing things differently? Sure. So I joined Freightvana day one. We got started last year in June. Uh, well, not last year anymore. It's 2023. We got started in June of 2021, so we've been at it for a little bit more than a year and a half. Before that, I've been in the trucking industry for about 10 years, most of my time at Night Swift Transportation. And, you know, starting Freight Vana, we want to do things a little bit differently. Uh, we show up for our shippers, for our carriers differently, with a lot more transparency, technology, trying to build a different kind of relationship. And with all things that we're trying to do differently, our marketing and sales is no exception. Okay. All right. I dig it. I dig it. You can kind of tell because, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, if you spend more than 30 seconds in the freight brokerage side of LinkedIn, your guy, you're going to come across Freight Vana, the black and gold. It's synonymous with you guys. It kind of, it reminds me of my high school. Uh, we were black and gold. So it just kind of like a little bit of nostalgia for me. Um, but what drove you guys to focus so heavily on such a strong social media presence? Because I mean, you guys are on TikTok, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Um, what led you to focus on that over some sponsored posts, white papers, or some of the more traditional advertising that um, some of the more established companies have chosen to do? Well, I think you hit it right there at the end of the question, but then we can unpack it a little bit. So the traditional, the established companies, they're going for those tried and tested sort of uh, forms of marketing, brand awareness, and customer acquisition. Now, for us, starting day one, we're not coming in with any brand awareness. You say Freight Vana is synonymous with, with uh, LinkedIn or Freight Brokerage today. That wasn't true a year and a half ago, right? Day one, uh, folks were saying Freight Vana, right? They weren't sure who we were. Or, or, or even think of it like this. When, when I used to solicit business from customers, I would call representing established brands uh, that were well-known in the industry. When I called day one at a Freight Vana, they didn't know who, you know, they might have known who I was, but they didn't know who we were. And so the approach really from the beginning was we had to be different in order to stand out. And then we also started looking at means of creating brand awareness and the ROIs we could expect. White papers are great. Sponsored posts are great. And they have a place in value for so many companies. But for us, mission one was to become known. And we knew that social represented this arbitrage opportunity of attention. We have everybody kind of hanging out in this sort of corporate marketplace of LinkedIn I know who you are, I know where you work, I know what your titles are, I know what your responsibility is. So if I could go to where you're already spending your time and create relevant and valuable content, you might not reach out to me because of that, but you'll know who I am because of that. And it's going to change everything else I do because, you know, from our sales funnel based on that activity. So it's kind of more of that, like, I'm not going to slide right into your DMs going like, hey, you had a really insightful post. I'd love for you to haul freight for me. Like, if oh my gosh, please never do that. Right. And, and I'm OK if everyone else does it because it helps us to stick out in, in a way that I think has been noticed and been appreciated. But there's sort of been this misuse of, of LinkedIn. Even think back to when you probably set up your LinkedIn profile, you did so so that you had this online presence, maybe an online repository of your resume. Right. Sure. But that's what it was. Right. And so it was really a place where you could, you know, you would go, you would try to develop your professional network a little bit. Um, and then recruiters were, were really those active participants early on 
in LinkedIn. And as that network and that social network has been built out, it's a completely different platform today. Now, I think the, the second phase of LinkedIn was sales folks misusing it to connect and pitch, right? Hey, it seems like you're a buyer. It seems like you're the right person for me to talk to. Want to buy? Want to have a meeting? Does, does tomorrow at 1 p.m. work, right? And so that's, that's never been what we've done. And that's, I think, why we've been successful. So there is this pivot where how do you engage on LinkedIn for brand awareness, for creating value, for delivering you know, specific content about what you're, what you're able to deliver in a way that folks want to engage with, what they want to interact with? And that's been kind of, I think, the secret to our success. We've been very, very, very focused and very diligent on creating and building that over time. It's kind of the, like, you know about them. So that way when, or it's kind of like, oh yeah, I've heard of you or like, oh, you're a friend of a friend or I know of you. And that way when they pick up the phone, when you're calling, be like, Hey, you have some time to talk or they get that email. They'll be like, oh, the LinkedIn guy. Um, I've seen you before. You've talked about this. Yes. Yeah. And that way they kind of already know like, oh, I've consumed some of your content. I know that you know what you're talking about versus picking up the phone going, hi, I'm Lars. I'm calling with Ravana we're a real company. I promise. Like, just take a chance on us. Like, no, they already know that you guys are competent and you know what's going on. It's just a matter of getting them, like getting in front of them. So this brand awareness becomes this huge, uh, uh, I mean, it becomes this huge asset for us now because we become known and we have some sort of reputational credit where we had none before. Now the, the challenge is, and this is why most companies don't show up this way. It's a fuzzy and difficult ROI to measure or if you're representing an established company or brand, you're worried about how do you control the messaging around delivering this kind of social content, right? Imagine if you're working for some of the biggest and best, I, I used to, right? And there is no social presence, there's no willingness for employees to engage as unique individuals. Yet, yet they're, they're on LinkedIn all the time trying to prospect for their customers, not delivering that value. Yeah. I mean, they'll get the occasional, like, you'll get the occasional, like, engagement on, like, employee appreciation, but not something on, like, oh, we just did this, or here's a random poll just to, you know, lighten everybody's spirits. And, and it went through five comms and PR checks, and it went from a fun message or whatever it might have been to something that just feels uh, vanilla, right? There's no soul. There's no personality to it. And, and again, there, there, is, there is a challenge for some of these other brands for how they might do it. But what I would say, and we've said it before, the, the way we encourage not only, you know, whether it's myself or anyone else to show up here at Freyvana, pretend you're at the Thanksgiving dinner table, right? Keep, keep it, you know, keep it a little bit light. You don't want to talk about some of those things that might be offensive or... You want to keep it medium and spicy, like, yeah, have like, a hot like, take, like have a hot take on a movie, but not start World War Three with grandpa and politics. <laughs> right now. Now, hey, look, we a little bit spicy, but but nothing that's going to cause somebody to leave the dinner table. And I think if you do that, uh, professionals like seeing brands show up as, as unique individuals. Uh, there's a trend in B2B sales where you see that the buyers are really still wanting that human connection. There's so many pieces that go into procurement, but they want to buy from a company. They want to know who the personalities are, who the individuals are. They want to know that soul of that company. And I'll give you a great example. Our first corporate LinkedIn post, we said, hey, guys, we're kind of new to this, right, freight brokerage. Uh, we've got a flatbed load of motorcycle doors. Temperature is 45 degrees. Who can help us find a carrier, right? And we had some folks say, like, oh, my gosh, you know, people are going to think we're a joke. But no, we're trying to be funny. We're, we're, you know, and it's so over the top, right? 
that it's just a way to to be silly, to show up with some personality. And it's been that way ever since. Right. Like you guys are never really scared to poke fun at yourselves. It's just something that you do. Like, it's just, you know, everybody has the same problems. Everybody's out there finding carriers and you're just, you know, having some fun with it. Right. I think if you can make social media fun, if you can make LinkedIn fun, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you might try to push content and try to build a brand, if you can make it fun, it's far more engaging. I mean, if you're just sending out a press release, but putting it into a social format, the traction and the engagement isn't there and it doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, like you can still have your press release and, you know, be the official press release form, but then also you can make it in a more casual way that's more approachable that maybe customers, potential employees, current employees, everyone that's just, it's so approachable and that way they don't feel uncomfortable or like, you know, you guys are some mysterious behind a veil people. Like you're just normal people. You put your pants on like everybody else and you move freight just like a little bit different than everyone else, but you still move it. Right, right. So we touched on something that I think is great and <clears throat> other companies should look at, maybe even try to emulate. And it's, and it's finding the employees. We've, you know, especially being a part of a startup, had to hire pretty aggressively over the last year and a half to scale what we're doing. LinkedIn is a great tool for helping us find some of the greatest people to come and join our team. And what's great is, you know, before maybe your website was the front door to your business, at least from a digital footprint perspective, but now it's really those social channels. If someone's thinking about joining your team, you better believe they're going to go check out your LinkedIn and the LinkedIn's of your, of your leaders. They want to know who you are, what you stand for, and what you're hoping to go out and accomplish. If you can communicate that and you can do it with some personality and some fun, you're going to find that there's better colleagues sitting around the table. I think that's pretty exciting. Exactly. And, and if you don't have a presence for that on the flip side, if it's just nothing, that's also a red flag. As a prospective employee, it's, it's a red flag. So do you guys kind of find more value in growing your sales funnel or, you know, just kind of growing sales opportunities? Do you find more value through social media opportunities or through in-person conferences or emails? Like what has kind of been, since you've done things a little differently, where have you guys seen the most, I guess, like return on that, uh, you know, different approach to marketing? So, so that's a great question. I love how you bucketed some of those areas. And what I'd say is I've bifurcated them so clearly that I do view conference attending uh, a little bit differently than how I might view our social media channels, because I think they both interact with each other. I'll give you an example. When we were at uh, Freight Waves uh, just you know, a couple months ago, some of the social work that we had done facilitated some of the meetings that we had, right? And so those things were sort of virtuous flywheel effect of your brand becomes known and you're able to conference a little bit differently. You're able to participate in the marketplace a little bit differently. But when it comes to the social media prospecting how that's influenced sales. I've led sales teams before and I never had social uh, as a part of my inbound funnel, right? That was never something that was really meaningful or significant. And what's interesting is even in this market, we've seen a, a sort of magical thing happen. And it's the consistency of the brand awareness showing up that has created inbound shipper demand request that I've never seen before. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of strategy that goes behind it. There's a lot of consistency that goes behind it. But effectively, when shippers find themselves inundated with cold emails and cold calls for new providers, it's really hard to get kind of past that filter. But they're consuming this content on social media, and they might see something, whether it's a trailer map we share or a way that we interact with our customers or something about our values that might align with what's important to them. I'll, I'll use an example you and I have talked about a whole lot. It's our tree planting effort. That, that might not seem like some sort of shipper solicitation, 
but we plant a tree for every load that we ship. And when they're shippers that know that, that aligns with their personal uh, goals or their company's initiatives, they're going to reach out because of that. So there's this interesting effect that I think is happening where shippers are challenged on how they think about new vendor uh, onboarding or vetting. And now you have this sort of social funnel where we're getting inbound demand because of how we participate, because of how we show up. And I've never had that before. I mean, that's got to be a massive game changer because it kind of turns a majority of those cold calls of like, yeah, I've done my research. I know about the shipper into kind of more like room temperature calls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, or sometimes it's kind of fun where shippers are somewhat shy or hesitant to interact on certain posts on LinkedIn. Not all of them, right? But, you know, what they don't want is to consume a piece of content, interact with it, like it, laugh, comment, whatever it might be, and then immediately get pitched. But what it has done for us is it's turned cold calls into, you know, warmer calls where, hey, we've had some interaction over time. We've been thoughtful about, you know, how that relationship should grow, how it should be fostered. And it's created a different kind of engagement when the time is right. Yeah. Um, So before we go, it's the Sales and Marketing Summit, which means it's not complete without getting your opinion on swag. You guys have elusive swag. Is that by design? And also, what's some of your favorite swag that you've seen out in the world? Okay, so totally by design. Uh, We've got a fashionable team here. We've got uh, we've we've got folks who like to dress well, so we needed swag to, to fit the part. We've got a cool partnership with one of the biggest local companies here in Arizona that designed or helped design uh, some of the shirts we've done. Uh, we've got an incredible logo, uh, and we've put it on some of the coolest hats out there. And then very intentionally, we've sent it to folks who are active on LinkedIn, who are what we call friends of Freightvana. And Mary, we count you as a friend of Freightvana, right? So we got to have the shirt, a favav, right? And so... And, and what's great is we don't do it with the intention that, hey, you might go and share that on social media. But what we've seen is it's real and it's authentic and it's a part of the industry. So you want to and you'd like to. Right. So that's been a part of it. Um, and it's also just great for our employees. Now, when it comes to other industry swag, you know, and I think conference swag or whatever it might be, like, how do you get some of these brands to be represented or worn or whatever it might be? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Want a hot take? I hate like 90 percent of the swag out there. Like, there. oh my gosh, doesn't it go straight to the trash? It does. But, it does. It's got to be It's got to be good for me to even want to take it to begin with. And so we look at this cost per item because it, it goes into your marketing budget. And you say, how can I get as much out there? And that is a quantity, not a quality game. Just like our social game, we were playing the quality game, right? I want to have the best out there because I know that my outcomes are far superior when I do that. Now, can I give you guys a compliment? Yeah. Always. Okay. Like, my favorite conference swag of all of last year, Sonar Sue. The Sonar little, Sue. Yeah, the, the little, uh, is it a dolphin? Is it an yeah, I've got, her right, I've got her right down here. Okay, so like for all the parents with like little kids, like, you know, you go away for a couple of days, you feel a little bit bad, you're coming back from travel. I'm getting back late at night. And what do I have but a little present for my three-year-old? Ta-da. Oh my gosh. What, a, what, a, what an awesome piece of swag. That, and the other thing I love about FreightWage, you guys always have books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. to read on the plane. Do something like that. Knowledge is know? power, man. Totally. So, so there's there's things that you actually want, and then I've also got like a cabinet of stuff. Like I feel bad just sending straight to the landfill, but like I don't want your ice tray like that has like your your logo yes. like like yes. wrapped on. We don't it. need no. more mouse pads. We don't need more oh my gosh, unnecessary no. things. If it's useful or if it's high quality, send it my way. If it's garbage, like do me a favor, just throw it away. You yeah. know. 
Yeah. So we That's are awesome. out of time today, but where can everybody find you if they want to get your more hot takes on your swag outside of the summit? So, so listen, if you haven't taken anything away, you've got to follow us on LinkedIn. So you can find us at Freight Mana. You can find me, Lars Ward, super active on LinkedIn with our corporate page, my personal page. Uh, I love sharing, you know, what I'm finding interesting about our sales journey, our marketing journey, our customer journey, building up a business. Um, so yeah, check us out on LinkedIn. Awesome. You guys heard it here first. Enjoy the rest of the summit, you guys.